intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan and welcome back to the fifth part of an eight-part series going through quarterbacks uh, in the NFL, going from last season into this season. And today we'll be tackling the AFC East, um, home to my favorite team, the New England Patriots. And joining us once again today is Benny Gilligan for his, I don't even know what episode it is now for him, but it's been a lot and I thank him for coming on and doing another one. So, Benny, welcome back. Great to be here, as always. So, I don't, I don't even know where to start in the in, in the AFC. So you, I mean, do you want to start with the Jets or the Bills? I'm not with anyone. I think it's a more interesting QB division than one might think, just because yeah. there are no big names. But there's some intriguing, intriguing uh, storylines. All right, let's start. I think we should start with Darnold because I feel like that's a really interesting storyline. So. I'm actually not as as I mean, I think that a lot of people underrate Sam Darnold because of the record of the Jets over the past couple of years. But I feel like last year, you know, when he was a starter, they went seven and six. So I think that Sam Darnold is a pretty good QB. Um, I think he has, you know, for, with the talent that he has a wide receiver, I think that that makes him look even better. Right, because I don't think that Robbie Anderson is anything special, and yeah, but not even that wide receiver. I mean, they probably have one of the worst wide receiver cores in the league. Right, yeah, that is, well, that's why I said. Even besides that, they have one of the worst offensive lines too. I, I think right. definitely, uh, you know, one of the worst five offensive lines in the league, especially in pass pro. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really get much better this offseason. I think by Kai Becton, he has a really high ceiling, but he's not gonna. His floor is, you know, he's pretty raw as a pass protector. So I don't know if he can come in and start. I mean, maybe he'll start, but I don't know if he can play at a high level. Right, right games. off the bat, yeah. No, and I then they lost Robbie Anderson in the offseason. They did pick up Denzel Mims, who's another guy. That, you know, I, I really like him. Super-duper high ceiling. I think he'll end up being one of the best wide receivers in his class. But then right. again, he doesn't have much polish to his game yet. It's a little bit raw, so it'll take <laughs> him some time to adjust as it does any rookie wide receiver in the league. Yeah. And they lost Robbie Anderson, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, I think that I think that – Sam Darnold's a pretty good quarterback. I think that he's just a victim of kind of a bad organization and just a bad team. Like, I mean, his their the Jets defense really isn't anything too special. Um, and obviously Jamal Adams is headed out of there, so their star player is gone. So I don't I don't I mean, I again I don't see the Jets being a good team again, but not because of Sam Darnold. I think that Sam Darnold makes the team a lot better. It's just that He's kind of he's kind of in a tough position because there's there's no one he can. There, it's very difficult for him to make the offense so much better where they can win ten games in the season. Right? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree, and I think with Sam Darnold, we might end up seeing a similar situation with him as we did this past year with Ryan Tannehill. In mm-hmm. that, you know, first couple of years in the league, you know, he actually did a better job than most people think, uh, but he had terrible talent around him. Like, think about it. Right. Besides Jarvis Landry. Who was Ryan Hamill throwing to in 2017? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Right. Oh, I mean, he had Kenny Stills, Devontae Parker. Kenny Stills is fine. I mean, Devontae Parker, by that point, he hadn't broken out. He broke yeah. out this past year. 
Uh, but um, you know, yeah, he had no talent in Tennessee, and as a result, his yeah. numbers didn't reflect very well. Then he comes to, or sorry, not not in Tennessee, in Miami. Yeah, in Miami. He comes Miami. to Tennessee. He comes to Tennessee, and he's incredible. Yeah. Right, and 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 it's so difficult because the Jets are just like I think that Sam Donald's career has been so harped by the terribleness of the Jets organization because I think that he's better than Jared Goff, like talent wise, and and. And in just in terms of being a smart QB, I think that he's better than I think he's better than Derek Carr and Mariota. Um, I think he's better I don't than know about Derek Carr. I think he's a, a, still a worse decision maker than Carr. Carr makes really really good. Decisions I agree. I mean, like I, I think that I think Darnold yeah. Darnold makes one terrible decision each game, but beyond that, I think that he's I think that he's a really really solid quarterback. Um, just he's got to he's got to be more. Um, uh, he's got to be more picky with the throws that he's making. He's he's a little too. Yeah, and he needs to be more consistent too. Because right. when, he, when he's on, and he has these stretches of games throughout the season where you know he's really on, then he's playing like a you know a top fifteen legit QB. Right. Yeah. With a terrible Lots offense. Of flashes. Right. Yeah. No, I'm and with you. And also a terrible play caller, Adam Gase. Adam Gase has done nothing as an NFL <laughs> head coach. Yeah, he's been poor. He was bad in Miami, and he's bad in New York. Like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what what the hype around him is, but that's a little bit confusing to me. So, I mean, it's difficult with Sam Darnold because I don't think he's that bad, and I think he could get better if he had better talent around him. But he doesn't have better talent around him outside of Denzel Mims. I mean, hopefully, Le'Veon can do something better this season. Um, Even Le'Veon, like Le'Veon, was one of the best, if not the best, running back in the league with the Steelers running again that line. But the Jets line is so freaking bad that even Le'Veon Bell is averaging like 3.2 yards a carry. Right. I mean, it's difficult um, with Sam Darnold. I mean, I think the Jets, I don't know. The AFC East is definitely weaker than it's ever been in the past in the past 20 years. So there's that. But I don't know. I just feel like the Jets aren't going to put it together again this season. And, and not by fault of Sam Darnold, just by fault of – having having a, a terrible team like defensively they're nothing really special without Jamal Adams um and I think Jamal Adams make that makes that defense like go from good to really good um and then offensively they're kind of mediocre maybe mediocre bad so I mean I don't know what there's to say you know what I'm saying yeah I feel you so I mean it, Sam Darnold um, I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see him get more consistent, as Benny said, and I'd love to see him make less turnovers. Um, but other than that, I think he's a really solid QB, and when he makes good decisions, he's a very good QB. The problem is, is he doesn't have a lot of supporting talent around him, both on the field and off the field. Uh, so those are kind of my re- major criticisms of the Jets, and not really so much of Sam Darnold, I guess, is the best way to put it. Because I don't really fault him as much as I do fault everyone else in the organization. Yeah. I really like him. I really like him. Um, I'm the only quarterback in the long run who's gonna like end up being defined as a bust from that. Uh, um, was it 2017 or 2018 class? I can't remember the year. Uh, yeah, is gonna be Josh Rosen. Obviously, I don't think Josh Rosen's gonna end up doing much in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He already has done nothing. <laughs> but I think the four other guys: Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald, and Lamar. Lamar's already done great things, and I think those guys, Baker and Josh, I'm a big Baker fan. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're going to continue to do good things. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely see a lot of positive outlook for those guys. And so let's go to the other guy in that class, 
who also happens to be in the AFC East, Josh Allen, who, I mean, he's been really, I mean, you know, I'm a big guy in terms of wins and winning games and making playoffs. You know, Josh Allen's been really, really good at doing that um, in the past, you know, and obviously last season they had a great, great regular season. Um, in the playoffs, they, they, they could have beat the Texans. They almost did, um, but they fell just short. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson made a Superman type play. Right. Third down. Is it third down or fourth? I think it was third down. I think it was like third down and two yeah. pass rushers and then checked it down and his guy took it for like a 50 yard gain. Right. It's crazy. Um, but I think the Bills, you know, the Bills as an organization, I think are really solid. I think that defensively, they're top five easily in the league in defense. Um, and I expect them to be there again this upcoming season. Um, which I think provides Josh Allen a great, great, you know, like setup. And not to mention he has John Brown and now Stefan Diggs to throw to with um that great young running back. Um forget his name. Devin Singletary. Singletary. Um, so and and, and a pretty good offensive line. So I think that the, the Bills are a good team, and Josh Allen is set up for success this season. I think he I think he really is. Um, more so yeah, than last season. Not- and with Josh Allen, what I like to see is he progressed in literally every major system category this past year, maybe right. besides rushing. I mean, you look at his interception, uh, epic interceptions, he played five more games this year, started five more games, and he threw three fewer interceptions. Right. His passer rating increased by, you know, 17.4 points. And then yeah, we've definitely, went up. right, we've yeah. definitely seen a lot of progress with Josh Allen. I think my favorite thing about Josh Allen is, is his ability to like his ability to run when he needs to and the ability to throw like he's a really he's a really good dual threat quarterback um and, and I think he's you know I think he's a smart runner as well I mean he, uh, he's not taking like he's a big guy um so I, I I like you know the ability for him to run um you know with him the only thing I would love to see is him develop kind of a little bit more arm strength a little bit more arm talent because arm I think strength. he's the best he, he, he is like probably Arguably the best arm in the league. Like, well, no, no, but I'm saying I'm, ter- I'm saying in terms of accuracy, though. Yeah, so it's going to say strength, then, Michael. Okay. Right, okay. Maybe maybe use a better, better, he, better synonym. Or be- no, better, better, better descriptive word, I guess. His arm strength, that's his biggest strength. Right. Hey, his arm strength is really good, but I'm talking about the accuracy of his arm strength, I guess, is maybe a better way to put it. Like, just his accuracy. General, accuracy. Yes, general accuracy of Josh Allen, I wish we could see some improvement on. Because... I think that that's what's separating him and the Bills from being a really good, solid playoff team to a great playoff team. Because if he can develop, like if he can get a little bit better at at throwing, I think the Bills could be an AFC Championship type team. I think they could. I mean, I I think in a weaker division in the AFC than we've seen in twenty years, this is the time for the Bills to really like a stamp their foot on the AFC East because I think the AFC East is weak outside of them. Um, and B, this is their year to make a run. I mean, they have all the all the offensive pieces. They have a lot of good defensive pieces. Um, so I think that I'm expect my expectations are high this year for the Bills. I think, I think, I expect them to get 12 wins. Um, anything less than 11, I think, is a disappointment. I think they have to come away with 11 or more wins this upcoming season. Um, well, Patton Six still makes the playoffs and probably wins the division. No, no, yeah, but I, I, but I'm looking for them to do more than just win the division. I'm looking for them to to be a, a, a 
Like I think they have the opportunity to be a second seed this season just by virtue really? of which is because and Bills. I mean, Ravens and uh, Chiefs are there. I think well, I think because the division is so bad. The divisions are so weak that they're playing six yeah. games against teams that I think they can win all six games against. You know, I agree with that. But then again, I mean, the Ravens and Bills. I mean, both, both those teams have potential, and you know, yeah. But I think that the I think I, the I Ravens. I don't think I don't think I can say confidently that the Ravens have are going to win all six games, and the same goes for the Chiefs. I can say that I think divisionally, but then I, I mean they've gone. The Ravens went fourteen two last year and coming off a twelve game regular season winning streak, and then. You know the Chiefs two straight years have gotten better than twelve and four. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think I think the Bills will end up this season being a second seed or 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 a great third seed. I think one of those two is definitely in 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 the cards. Um, so my expectations are high for the Bills this season, and and I think they should be able to meet them. Um, but I think Josh Allen's a really really good talent, and I think it was a great pick by the Bills front office. I really do. I think it was awesome. Yeah, and and he was one of those guys. He reminds me of like a maybe a Jordan Love in this draft, who was a big time boom bust guy. If he comes up in a right in like the right organization, which I think the Bills have been, mm-hmm. you know, he, he has the opportunity to be great. But if he just was thrown to the fire and had bad play calling and stuff like that, bad quarterback coaching stuff like that, no mentor really at the position. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he could have very easily gone down as a boss, and maybe by this point he'd be out of the league. Who knows? Right. Uh, I, yeah, I, but, I, I like Josh Allen. I think he's a great quarterback, and I think that he's done some really good things in Buffalo. Um, and I think Buffalo's like like a, a competitive, like a like a really competitive team now. I really do. I think they're really good. Yeah, I, I mean, unlike you, I don't see them being a one or two seed, but I certainly do see them winning the division this year. Yeah, and you know, slotting in at number three and number four. Wise. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be superb, um, and and a lot of that has to do with Josh Allen, and a lot of that has to do with the Bills as a team. I think that they're well, like they're probably one of the most well-rounded teams in the league. Um, they have a really really solid defense and a really really solid offense, um, and and they only got better over the offseason, by the way, which I think is important because I think that we talked about the Vikings and the Packers last time, who were you know good good teams last season, but definitely definitely regressed a little bit in terms of personnel. The Bills were a very good team last season and got better over the offseason, which I think I think Bills are honestly one of the most improved teams over the offseason based on their kind of their draft picks and and um obviously Stefan Diggs. So I think that that's well and that sort of could count as their draft Well yeah that yeah yeah kind given of given they gave the first rounder for him. Right. So you know a, a lot of props to Josh Allen. Um, you know, let's move on to the, the to, to the Dolphins because I think that um, it's gonna be an interesting season for the Dolphins because I don't think they're ready just yet to. Not I, even close. Not even close. I, I think they'll probably be a maybe a maybe a six win team. They could win seven. I could see them winning five. Um, probably one of those three. Um, I think below five hundred. Yeah, I think below five hundred probably too. Um, and it depends on who starts. If if Fitz is starting versus Tua is starting, um, I think Tua has some really really nice talent. Obviously, injury issues are a problem, um, and Fitz obviously isn't the long term guy. But I think that he's a really solid mid term option. Um, obviously, the Dolphins were tanking last season, um, and then this upcoming off season they they signed some really really big names, um, Byron Jones, you know, to to name to name one. Uh, they got they got significantly better over the offseason just because they had so much cap room to play with, right? 
uh, Devontae, right, and draft picks as well. Uh, you know, Devontae Parker came out as a huge, huge receiver last season. Um, excellent. Um, yeah, fun fact: he had the most receptions in tight windows of all, all wide receivers, even more than uh, Michael Thomas, the guy really? he was beefing with on uh, social media not too long ago. That's actually it's actually surprising. So think the Dolphins are, are really I think they're an up and coming team. They've got a lot of nice pieces on defense now, um, and some nice pieces on offense. Um, I, I mean, I would love them to I would love to see them expand on that wide receiving core a little bit. Um, and did they did they get a running back in the draft or they did not pick one? I can't remember. Uh, oh, they, they they didn't, but they did get Matt Burita and Jordan Howard. Okay, uh, okay, so so okay that that covered it. Yeah. Jordan Howard and free agents. Right, because last year Fitzpatrick being the leading rusher on the team is just appalling. The fact that he was the leading rusher. So I mean oh, <laughs> Yeah, I but I think I think the Dolphins have improved a lot. And I think you know, I think that Fitz is a solid quarterback. Um obviously not a long term option, but I think that he's a I think he can win games for them. Um and I think that I think that either way what happens, the Dolphins will I mean I think that if it were me this season, I would at least sit Tua for the start of the season. And the reason why I say that is because time and time and time again, and I've said this, I don't even know how many times at this point, but time and time again, when we see quarter like young rookie quarterbacks sit, you know, they're like half their first season or or their whole first season or like a fir- like their first couple seasons, that gives them a lot, and they end up, you know. On like I think from what I've seen, more successful generally than quarterbacks who who go right in as the starter. And you know, I mean, I just feel that that with Tua's injury, especially, like it would be smart to say I don't think they're ready yet even to make a playoff run this season. So I think that I'm not saying they tank. I'm just saying they let Fitz start, and if 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 they feel like. Tua can can play like week nine, week ten. I think put him in, but I think for the start of the season, I would start Fitz just because I feel like they're not ready, and there's no reason to risk extra injury to Tua if he's not ready. What do you think, Ben? Well, yeah, I, I don't know if the whole sitting versus starting a rookie in this first season. I don't know if you can really measure like, are they going to do well? Or are they going to succeed? Is it, which 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 method is more successful? Uh, but I think in the case of Tua, just because of the injury concerns and like he may have another surgery, who knows? I, I think it would certainly be smarter to sit him in his first season, make sure he's one hundred percent. Because you know it is worrying to see a guy go down with two injuries, two major injuries at, right. at, at that his past two collegiate seasons. Right. So I think that I mean, for me, I would start Fitz Fitz Magic, and hopefully he brings a little bit of magic this season. I I mean, I actually didn't think he was that bad last season. I thought he was. I thought he was actually a solid. Oh, he was quarterback. actually quite good. He was quite right. Good. Um, he was that. he was quite good with a terrible, terrible team. So I think he deserves some credit. Um, you know, I think I don't know. I mean, who knows what Fitz can pull off this season, and certainly a much, much weaker division. Um, yeah, and our, another reason um, I, I I would recommend sitting two in his first season. Is that offensive line? You know, it was the worst in the league by far last year. Right. Under the profile focus, I think it was the worst this decade. Um, yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, well, that's the reason why the the running backs a didn't get any yards and were always injured. Like, yeah, but I mean, I, I would worry for a guy like Tua who's so injury prone. He's going to be taking hits after hit after hit. You know, if, if he were to play next season, and you know. 
Right. Given that he's gone down with two major injuries these past two seasons, that like behind the you know the two best <sighs> offensive lines in football or college football rather. Right. You know, it is worrying. Yeah. Right. Um. So let's move on to the final team in the division, and you know my favorite team in the league, the New England Patriots. And man, I mean, I feel like I'm starting to sound like a broken clock because I've already talked about the Patriots. I think in mm, two episodes, maybe this is my third or fourth time talking about them. And my opinion has not changed at at all. Um, You know, look, Hoyer obviously is not the guy. Every time he's been a starter, it's been a disaster, whether it was in Cleveland or Indy last season. I mean, he's been an absolute disaster. He is not a starting quarterback. He never should be a starting quarterback. And I, I don't want him to be the starting quarterback this season because he's a disaster. So I think I, that's all I have to say about Hoyer. And I don't want to talk about him any anymore. That's, that's all I got to say about Hoyer. Moving on to Siddham. I mean, I don't even know. Like, what is there to say? Like, I, I mean, he didn't look great when he came in against the Jets last season. Um, very small sample size. Very, very small sample size. I mean, but he still didn't. I mean, Belichick took Brady out, put Sidham in, and had to put Brady back in, which, I mean, that rarely happens in the NFL where quarterbacks are just switched out like that in like a regular season game. You don't see that often. Um, I don't think that's much of us. Point to where I don't think I don't know. I just don't. I don't like Sidham. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's impressive in any way. Um, And beyond that, I don't think he'd be good with a good offense. And the fact that they have the like the worst wide receivers in the league should only exacerbate that problem. Like, why? Go ahead. I just. I. I mean, they didn't improve their wide receiver position really like all too much you know i think they picked up some nice tight ends which i think you know though i think they'll be better than the ones we had last season because lacoste and the other one i don't even know his name were terrible um and they can't catch the football anyways so i think that that will definitely help out um but edelman i don't know how much gas he has left in the tank i think the tank is like nearly empty um, I mean, he was he was injured all last season, um, and I don't know how competitive he's going to be this season. Um, and beyond him, you know, Muhammad Sanu was god awful. Every time the ball was thrown to him, I you know I was praying, well, yeah, he praying was to God. Injury, he, he was playing through injury most of last year, and his trainer recently said, you know, Sanu's faster. He, he's moving more fluidly. He's ready to go for twenty twenty. I don't know. I mean, it so. wasn't even that though. He just couldn't catch the ball like that. Like. It wasn't even so much about separation well, or anything like that. Playing through injury, like really, it, that, that kind of stuff affects you mentally when you're not performing like to the best of your abilities. I mean, I agree. So that but can sometimes transfer over to like it, other stuff. You know, and then I mean, Nikhil Harry. I didn't see a lot of growth from him last season. Granted, he was injured, but he was also for the start of the season. season. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, I don't know. We need, I need to see more growth, and the Patriots wide receivers need to stay healthy. If anything, if they're going to help out, sit them. Um, the offensive line continues to get injured. So if the offensive line isn't able to stay healthy, I think that that's a huge concern because last season, as we saw, I mean, they were a Marshall Newhouse. I don't even know how he's still in the NFL. He is so bad. Um, 
The running backs. But, but, I mean, ideally, he shouldn't be starting for offensive. Well, I, yes, ideally, ideally. He won't be. Um, you know, running backs. I mean, I don't know. I like White as a pass catching back. Sony Michelle hasn't really impressed me all too much in his in his Wait years a in the NFL. Now, Michael. Uh, maybe last year he wasn't great. He had a terrible offensive line. That's fair. I mean, they, they do an average two touchdowns per game in the NFL playoffs and like north of a hundred yards. Per no, game. yeah, I mean, look, look, that like As a rookie, I, right? No, no. I, hey, look, I, I'm again. You know, 20, 20, um, 2018 playoffs. He was incredible. Don't get me wrong. Like he was incredible during those twenty eighteen playoffs. But beyond that, he hasn't been that good. So I think you know. It's dependent upon the offensive line how everything kind of shakes out, um, which I mean I, I don't know I'm not too convinced. Um, I mean I don't. I don't think, some good pieces they have as well. I mean Joe Tooney's one of the best. Guards Joe Tooney's good. I mean Shaq Mason's very good. Shaq Mason. Cannon. Yeah, I mean uh, you know they, Isaiah Wynn. Isaiah Wynn, but they healthy. they gotta stay healthy. Yeah, that's a huge problem for the Patriots. Um, wide receivers again. I don't see anything special there, which is a concern for me. Um, I don't think I didn't see anything special last season, at least. So I'm concerned because if we see similar things as we've seen last season, right? Um, and not not exactly the same. I'm not saying the offensive line goes down in like a heap, or or the running game is as terrible as it was, or wide receivers can't catch the ball because the Patriots had the most drops out of any team last season. I'm pretty sure the Cowboys actually had the most drops. No, I thought it was the Patriots. I think the Patriots had the most drops. I think the Cowboys had. I don't. I don't know. Oh, let me look it up. Most drops in the NFL twenty nineteen. See. Well, I mean, it, it depends also on what you classify. Oh, I'm sorry. Edelman. Edelman had the most drops of any receiver last season. That's sorry. I apologize. The Patriots had twenty four drop passes. The Dolphins had 28, and they were number one. So I apologize. I apologize. Edelman had the most drops by one receiver last season. That that's the point I was trying to make. Um, I think Sidham will really, really struggle if anything is like last season. Because I think Tom Brady, what Tom Brady did with that offense last season was nothing short of remarkable. The fact that he basically backpacked them to the playoffs was was astounding. Um, I mean, I, I'd say that defense in many ways backpacked them in the playoffs. But, yeah, Tom Brady was good. I don't say other than that much. Right. Um, you know, defensively, I also have some concerns to the Patriots. And, and not secondary concerns. Oh, my Lord. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me justify my concerns. Secondary concerns, zero concerns whatsoever. I have no concerns about Devin McCourty, the other McCourty, um, Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, um, the other cornerback who I'm forgetting about are all, I think, top end talent, best secondary in the NFL. Best. But by, by 100, by all standards, they picked up a great, I think, a, a great talent in the second round of, of the draft. So I think secondary-wise, they're set. I don't think there's going to be any worries about quarterbacks lighting them up this season. Okay? that is that fair, Benny? Yeah, I mean that, that should be obvious. All right, so let me, but let me justify the run game. I think I, I have, I have some concerns, and the reason why I say that is because we lost a lot of key pieces, especially like we lost four linebackers, right? We lost Van Noy, we lost Collins, we lost the Collins wasn't great, and he, he didn't play much of a role in run defense. We lost, he was great as a pass rusher, and he's great in coverage. Right? We lost that linebacker who played fullback. 
Um, and I think Hightower is the only one left, if I'm correct. We lost Danny Shelton, um, who was our defensive tackle. I believe he was like our, our nose tackle type guy, defensive tackle. Um, I mean, we have Charlie Chase Winovich, and um, I think there's another nice guy on the edge. My concern, my concern is 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 the run defense because I think the Patriots had some issues with that last season. I'm not saying they were bad by any margin. I just think I think they're more. I think those concerns might be a little bit greater this season just because they lost so many. Like like they lost good players, but they lost so many players as well. Is what I'm trying to say. Like they lost so many linebackers and so many players defensively that that's kind of my concern. Um, so I think it's I think I don't think the Patriots. I mean, I'll make a bold statement. I think nine and seven, maybe they win ten games, um, maybe eight games. Um, it really depends on injuries uh, and how Sinem plays. Benny, your thoughts? I know well, I've talked for a while. Really, like, I, I mean, I mean. You know, the Patriots, obviously, they made no moves in free agency at the draft to address the quarterback position. So that tells you one thing. They believe in Jared Stidham, you know. And having seen what Bill Belichick has done, you know, for the past 20 years or so with this organization and creating this dynasty, you know, I trust him. And who's, who wouldn't? He's the greatest coach of all time. I agree with that. And, you know, a guy like Jared Stidham, if you really turn the college tape, I thought it was tremendous. I mean, the preseason tape as well. He's an underrated runner. And, you know, he can bring, like, the aspect mm-hmm. of mobility that Tom Brady lacked. And the one thing I saw out of him, him in college is he is a really, really good decision maker. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason in his final call season he threw 19 touchdowns and only five interceptions. Right. And that's what the Patriots like. Because, yeah, uh, I agree. You know, first I'll... and foremost, Tom Brady is a great de- de- yeah. decision maker. And after sitting a year behind him, you know, and with, you know, Josh McDaniels, one of the greatest offensive minds of all time. Mm-hmm. I think Stidham will be yeah. the step. I, the I mean, look, I hope I'm wrong about Stidham. Like, I, I truly hope I'm wrong. I hope he becomes, you know, the greatest quarterback ever in the NFL. Um, I just, I get, I get, I guess I'm a little more pessimistic about that. Just because, not so much because of him, but because of the surrounding talent, um, which is my concern, wide receiver wise. I don't like the surrounding talents. I mean, the wide receiver room isn't great by any means. And but like Julian Allen can still do a thing or two. I think in Kale, and, and Kill Harry will step up right. this, this coming season and during the season healthy as well. But Emerson knew, as I said, his trainer said he's ready to bounce back. He was injured most of the last season he's under injury. And, All right. Continue, Benny. Which explains his poor play, uh, you know, in the second half of the season. So I expect a guy like Sanu to bounce back, and you know he's he's been very very good in his past as a nation's NFL receiver. So I don't think the wide receiver room is as bad as many people think. I liked the tight ends that picked up in the draft. And I agree with that. Devin Asiasi out of UCLA and uh, Dalton Keene out of Virginia Tech, and the offensive line, as long as they stay healthy, is going to be as hot as the offensive line as yeah. I agree with that. I think in years past, right? And I think I think Belichick. I mean, look, I, I trust Belichick wholeheartedly. Um, I don't know. It's going to be difficult for me to see another quarterback who's not Brady playing quarterback, I think, for sure. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just – it's difficult because Thinem was never kind of a big name. Um, but obviously the Patriots yeah, saw – Yeah, Tom Brady was never a big name. That's true. Like, I mean, the Patriots obviously saw something they liked in Thinem. Not just liked, but they loved. Um, I hope he's able to bring that this season. Um, I hope – I mean, I don't know. I'd love to see them get – another like a more built wide receiver like not built but like someone who's played in the year a league for a little while um who's kind of like a 
like I not not like Sanu better than Sanu. I'm talking about like a, a Stefan Diggs or something like that. Not maybe not as good. Do you want them to take up a dude? Do you want do you want them to also like give up twenty million dollars? Hold, like, hold on, hold on. I'm saying I'm saying pick? I'm not saying someone as good. I'm saying like between between how do I put this? But like not as good as Stefan Diggs. I'm trying to think of like a good good receiver. I don't know. Like a Sanu and Edelman. <laughs> no, a better than Edelman, but worse than Diggs. Better than Edelman. Edelman's damn good, bro. I don't know. My problem with Edelman is he's a slot receiver, right? And and he's really okay, slot uh, look, look, play a role in this. No, no, look, he's incredible as a slot receiver, but he's a he's old. B he's. I mean, B he. He doesn't. H hasn't affected him thus far. He had had in a bunch of injuries last season. Um, he's so, always had injuries during his entire career. That's, that's true, but he's older now, so those injuries are going to have more of an effect, right? Um, he still played every game, and not, you know that that rarely happens for him yeah. during his career when he was younger. I don't know. I wish I wish the Patriots would go and get he had a career get high someone in, now in, in yards. Yeah, because I, I, I wish my problem with the Patriots is we don't have a deep threat. We don't have you know what I'm saying. Like I think Nikhil Harry is probably the closest thing we have to that. But I'm not sure where he fits. I hope. I hope again. I don't know. I just. I feel like the Patriots this season might not be like great, but I think that they could grow into a good team over the next few years. I think it's possible. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. Yeah. A, I mean, I, I'm yeah. a student believer, uh, as I've expressed, uh, and I don't know if the offense will be very good this season. But I don't know if the Patriots, if they want to make the playoffs, I don't know if the offense needs to be very good because I expect the defense to return. Uh, you know, and once again. Right. I think yeah, I think I think in terms of pass defense, the Patriots would be excellent. I think run defense will probably be between like six and ten in terms of run defense in the league. Yeah, but that's still that, that that's still oh no, no that's still incredible. I think that yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I think that's incredible. I think I mean the only teams they're probably going to struggle against in terms of the run are probably the Titans because of Derrick Henry. Um, but everyone does, so right? But everyone does, so that's okay. Um, so I mean, you know, Betty, do you have anything else to say? Any final thoughts? Any anything about the Patriots or any any really any of these teams? I guess is a better way to put it. Uh, well, I think what I'd say is I, I don't see why people are counting them out of the playoffs. I, I think this is a wide open division. I think the the Bills, I think, are mo- like the team that's most likely to win, to, uh, to win the division. But I don't see why the Patriots couldn't make a run. I mean, I, as I said, that offense could be mediocre and they could still go eleven. Just I mean, hey, teams. I mean, look at the Bears in 2018. You know, we we talked about it last episode, right? I mean, if you have a great defense, you just kind of need a mediocre offense to to, to make the that. playoffs, right? So, I mean, and and some creative play calling, right? Which I well, think McDaniel's can do. I think McDaniel's and I think Belichick definitely can do. Um, so well, Belichick is well, yeah. I mean, obviously, Belichick's a, a more def- of a defensive coach, but I think McDaniel's definitely capable of that. So, I mean, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Anything else? Not for me, not for me. Not, not, nothing for me. Nothing for So thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan, and, and I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, and next time we'll be doing the NFC East, which will be a Dak Prescott special, a Carson Wentz kind of review, uh, you know, a little bit on maybe Andy Dalton. Maybe we'll discuss him a little bit. Um, Dwayne Haskins and what's the other two? Oh, and, and – uh daniel jones um thank you to benny obviously for doing this one and he will be on the next one um i hope i hope he's going to be on the next one i got to find someone else if he doesn't want to be but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure benny's up for it so thank you to benny 
Uh, thank you for listening to another episode, and uh, you'll you'll hear me in the next one. Peace out.